Do complex legal issues hold you back? Let's get energized and bring clarity to your top legal questions. This is Law Talk with the Flock by Guzman Law Firm. Gina Guzman, a CEO, lawyer, author, and woman business owner, here to help navigate you through the law, your business, and life as a leader. For today's episode, I have with me attorney Matt Abel. Matt is an estate litigation attorney at the Guzman Law Firm in our Sioux Falls office. Welcome, Matt. Hi, Gina. Today, we're going to talk about what happens if you don't have an estate plan, and what is the probate process, and how do you avoid these issues? and some of the troubles that can result. Sound good, Matt? Sounds good. All right. These are topics that you're very familiar with, I know. And uh, this is coming upon Estate Planning Awareness Week at the end of October. And I think that they put this week here at the end of the year, but still with enough time for people to get their plans done and uh, wrap up 2020 with something positive in it, get your planning done. And let's talk a little bit about, Matt, if they don't have a plan, what are some of the disadvantages if someone passes away and they have no will, they have no trust, what happens? I mean, the big, biggest disadvantage is you don't have any control over your assets and where they go. If you have kids or family members or charities or things that are, are really close to you, you don't get to decide uh, where your assets go after you pass away. So that's the, that's the biggest disadvantage. The second disadvantage would be that the cost of uh, the probate process, you have to hire an attorney. Um, and, and then, like I say, that attorney goes through and uses the, the laws of whatever state it is to distribute out your assets just according to a set schedule that you don't get to determine. And I know if you have minor kids and you pass away, uh, who their guardians are really can turn into a fight too, can't it, Matt? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and we, we're very familiar with those uh, probate fights and different situations. It causes a lot of trial work for lawyers like you. It, it certainly does. And it's, it's a really emotional and time-consuming uh, and expensive process that can be really avoided by just uh, taking care of your estate plan. And not having a, a will, you'd be dying intestate. And if you go through that process, uh, how long can that take for folks? Um, the, in South Dakota, the minimum period is 120 days, but uh, the vast majority of them, especially if they're contested um, in any respect, are between two and three years. So for those couple years, the assets that the family could be using to take care of the family, they're tied up in the court system. They are. Yep, absolutely. And um, once it gets into court, you know, that's just another level of uh, uh, inconsistency and something that's out of your hands. You don't. You don't don't get to decide, you know, a judge gets to decide or a jury gets to decide. And what, what is probate? Can you explain what is that word? I know before I went to law school, I don't think I knew what probate was. Yeah, it's just a, a fancy word for saying um, that you have to go to court to uh, have a judge or a jury, like I was saying, decide how your assets are going to get distributed. And if you go to court and you didn't have a will, there's a set of, of rules or statutes that determines how your assets get distributed. Um, but if you have a will um, and we go to probate, then at least you have had some control in determining how those assets are to be distributed. 
And you also mentioned the cost of probate. Uh, can you tell me a little bit more about those expenses? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so a lot of times attorneys in South Dakota will charge a flat fee or a percentage um, of these overall estate. So if you think about whatever your estate's worth, a percentage of that's going to go just to an attorney, just to go to court, just to follow the rules that, that uh, uh, the state has in place to distribute your assets. And that's just less money that your, your kids or your family or that charity that you want uh, is going to receive in the end. So for example, uh, if someone owns a farm and it's worth a million dollars, the attorney charges 2%, $20,000 would be going to the attorney to transfer the farm to that next generation. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just money out the door that's unnecessarily spent. And a lot of times uh, your estate plan, I should say the vast majority of the time, your estate plan is going to be much less expensive than the probate process. You bet. And I know that that farming example comes up quite a bit where we live, doesn't it? Oh, certainly. Absolutely. You know, um, it, working in, in South Dakota with uh, a ton of rural um, areas and farmers and land, we've got, I mean, that's the vast majority of my practice is dealing with transfers of farmland. And Matt, how can you help uh, people uh, when they get in these circumstances, if a loved one has passed away or they don't think things are being handled quite right? Uh, yeah, the first thing that, you know, we do is we talk about, you know, the overall uh, goal is, is, is it to contest a, a will that's in place or is it to try to say that somebody died without a will because the will was invalid? Um, and then uh, we go through that, that process. You know, there's uh, just a, a ton of different ways that you can um, contest a, a will or determine that somebody died without a will. Um, but it, like I said, it's a long process, it's complicated, um, and it's really, most importantly, it's emotionally and financially draining. Um, and it's, it's just a, a really, really not, not a fun process. The, uh, I would strongly encourage people to go down the estate planning process, although it may be cumbersome and not fun to think about, you know, your mortality and passing away and all that stuff. It's, it's much better than the flip side and having your, your children um, have to deal with the consequences of you not dealing with your estate plan while you're alive. And I know that a lot of your practice is tied up in when people didn't do the planning and they didn't do it properly. So why do you enjoy helping folks in those circumstances? Well, I think the biggest reason I enjoy it is because I, I, I've seen so many people um, just come in and, and under the circumstances, their parents weren't either well-educated or they just didn't think about getting a an estate plan done and they come in and, and they're just heartbroken to find out that about how you know the the intestate laws the laws that that govern um people that die without wills determine how just that their parents assets are going to get distributed for instance if there are three kids and two kids are working on the farm and one kid lives in new york city and hasn't seen mom and dad for 20 years well our intestate laws say all three kids inherit equally and the two that have been working with mom and dad would come in and say, you know, hey, mom and dad wanted me to have the farm. Well, and, you know, under those circumstances, the court would likely say, nope, the person that lives in, in New York is going to get a third of the farm, which is not what mom and dad wanted. So that's that's the, the biggest reason that, that I do what I do is to try to help help people um, do what their what their parents wanted to do. You bet. And 
I know too, it's a, you mentioned it's a really emotional process. And I always think that uh, when you have these disputes, it's even worse than a divorce in many respects, because these relationships go back generations. Absolutely. You know, I, 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 I call it a family divorce. That's, I mean, that's really what it is. It's ultimately a lot of these cases result in people, siblings never talking to each other again, which is a really unfortunate circumstance that that can be avoided by just doing an estate plan. And those uh, fights that they have, you know, back in when they were in high school, and even if they're in their 60s or 70s, we end up hearing about what happened 50 years ago, don't we, Matt? Yeah, and you know, I, I joke, but it's not really a joke. You know, I, I deal with people um, who are willing to spend their inheritance fighting with their siblings over mom and dad's Afghan or something that they, some picture on the wall, you know, something trivial, but they just want, they just don't like each other so much after mom and dad pass away that, you know, they're, they're willing to spend their inheritance just to, just to fight about it. And um, that's why I say it's a, a family divorce, unfortunately, so emotional on people. And some of the trust disputes uh, can last a, a really long time. I know uh, some have been in the courts for almost a decade. Absolutely. Yeah. Some of, some of the, the, the big ones when you, you're dealing with multi-generational farms or big businesses that were involved in the family uh, last a long, long, long time. So then you're, you're talking about a generation of people, you know, grandchildren uh, getting involved. And it's just it, it just wears people out and just it, it takes a really long time. Well, Matt, thank you today for getting together and helping to explain some of the things that people should want to avoid. And they can certainly avoid a lot of these heartaches and uh, family disputes and dynamics that they never intended uh, by passing away without a will or without a trust. And if they simply uh, make an appointment and work on and get a plan done. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Gina. Yep. Have a great day, everyone. Go make it worth it. Thanks for joining us for Law Talk with the Flock by Gooseman Law Firm. We hope you feel energized and ready to soar past your goals. Become a Flock fan and subscribe to our podcast for weekly episodes. Learn more at GooseminLaw.com.